2: Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. It's Missile filling in today. If you're listening here on SCN 1170 AM in Sydney and for the first hour, welcome to those of you north of the border. Listening on SCN Q693 AM in Brisbane. Pat and Heels will be along from 6 AM your time. And if you're listening anywhere across the SEN network, good morning to you. It is officially the first day of autumn, 1st of March, Brandy. Is that right, James? I, I didn't. Know, I've
3: missed that one, uh, and just averted a, a bit of a disaster this morning. I've been waking up on my own without the alarm between sort of quarter past four and half past four without the we, alarm. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah. Um, so I set, the but I've always got the alarm in the you know yes. back pocket just in case. Yep. Set the alarm last night. Woke up this morning and thought. Just check the time, hit the phone. Jesus, it's five past five. I set four, <laughs> I set the alarm for four twenty p.m. Yeah. So okay. anyway, so Happens. mad rush. Got in here with uh, you know not much time to spare, fifteen minutes, um, and didn't even realise what date it was. So it's March one. There we go. March the start the 1st. of autumn. In my
2: mind, I I don't really compute autumn and spring as much. I just go two seasons: summer, winter. And I, for me, so my birthday is 11th of April. I kind of have that as the start of winter. And now I, I just go summer right up until mid-April because it's still warm. It's still nice. You still go down to the beach for a swim. Yep. I'm just a two-season two kind of guy.
3: Yeah, okay. Now, well, autumn sort of – I don't mind spring. Like uh, spring is for uh, me. I like spring. Me, September, yep. start of September. So spring start of spring finals autumn, football finals and all, yes that's exactly right yep. weather starts to warm up at the back end of August by the time yep. you hit start of September yep uh, you've got the warmer weather autumn now is just sort of uh, leaking summer's leaking into autumn isn't it just like, as we speak <laughs> on the on the news right
2: now hot autumn ahead the Bureau of Meteorology predicts warmer than average autumn with less rain than usual. Well, you know what? The Bureau of Meteorology has been so bang on this summer that we better take their word for it. This was the hottest summer on record. Mm. Bushfires galore. Temperatures over forty degrees. We've had one of the wettest summers on record. That yeah, Christmas period, it was
3: raining the whole two weeks. You grew up on the coast. You grew up at in Port Macquarie. Port Macquarie, yeah. Um, do you think this summer has been the most humid summer that it's for, for quite some time? I can't remember that many days that have been humid and over thirty been humid, yeah. on the coast. Um, it's it's hard to. Port Macquarie is a lot more humid than Sydney.
2: Another five hours north, so I can only really compare off my last ten years in Sydney. Mm. Actually, I'm 13 years in Sydney now. It's definitely been humid, and we had we had family from uh, Melbourne up staying with us, and they they cannot hack the humidity. Kills them compared to Melbourne. Very dry heat in Melbourne up here. Seven to humid. Brisbane
3: then. Yeah, Send or Darwin even. Uh, now. There might be a reason that I did miss the alarm this morning and I didn't wake up at 20 past four. We've had woman down, man down at home. So my wife has been crook for a week. She's been in bed for four days with the flu, Mm. Uh, which means that my duties at home uh, have increased, like they're through the roof. I'm cooking dinner. Grocery shopping? everything. Everything. I'm doing everything. Yuck. So it's been a... It's been a busy week, James. Thank you, <laughs> Th- thank you, Sen. <laughs> I love you. Uh, did you
2: catch the coverage last night it's of the boys in Vegas? All our friends here from Sen. Maddie was there, Bossy was there, uh, Fletch was there. Saw all of them last night. The set looked great.
3: Look great. It did look good with, with great. Vegas in the – with the big, the, you know, with the the. The Vegas, the backdrop, high right. Yeah.
2: yeah, a couple of big billboards driving past uh, advertising the LJ hookers, which was interesting yep. mid show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what you get in Vegas. That's what you get in Vegas. It's the light in the shade, Brandy. <laughs> it's the light in the shade. I loved it though. Yep. Loved it. Loved having NRL 360 back. Loved the second show. So the second show was really exciting as well. It was uh, Vossie, Maddie Jones, Mick Ennis, and
3: Brian Fletcher. Great mix. Chatted. Again. The light and shade <laughs> of Vegas. Which is talking about what happens uh, after hours. Yes. And, and everyone else was talking about the game. Yes. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Great to see that stuff. Great to have a live crowd as well
2: who could join in on a bit of that banter between, you know, your Gordy and your Buzz. And um,
3: just good to have the footy back. Speaking of Gordy, we're going to catch up with Gordy. So today. Uh, it is a Vegas half hour. So between 7 and 7.30, Vossie will join us. Uh, and we'll also get Gordon Tallis to join us. Gordon, of course, was the uh, uh, head of security for Fiji Airways. Mm. He, he was looking after the trophy. That's yes. his gig over there, apart yes. from just popping onto the panel, doing a little bit. Um,
2: was he on a panel? He was on NRL 360. That's he isn't right. co-hosting this year, so Kenty's back. I don't know what the rules are in the media now. Can we say the name Paul Kent again now? We're, well, we're cleared? All good. Okay. Yes. Paul Kent was back. Uh, he, was on, he was on the NRL 360 panel again last night, giving his hard-hitting opinions again. He's, he's not as positive about Vegas as some of the other guys. That's a uh, shock. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, 360 back in full last night. Now, Vossi has been across in Vegas for a few days. We've been doing our crosses with Vossi. Mm. Voss Vegas, we're calling it. Now... We're anticipating Vossi may have a different Vegas experience to like a Brian Fletcher or a Matthew Johns. Light and Shade. Light names. and Shade. Light and Shade. But Sats, uh, Sats has done Vossi a little dirty here, I think. Have a listen to this.
4: I wonder if he's going to catch up with Fletch, Hindy, Matty Johns, Gordy, whether they'll take him to that dive bar that they went to in their little documentary, The Sin City. Well, I we'd... couldn't see Vossi in one of those places.
0: No. I don't think he would be. So we just had Jared Waitley over there for Super Bowl. Yeah, who'd be more fun on a night out, Vossi or Jared Waitley? I, I think Waitley.
4: I think Waitley's like a, he's got, he's got a hidden agenda.
0: I think he's one of those guys. Careful that what you say here, on the mate. surface. Yeah, he is Mick, the ultimate professional. Mild professional.
4: OCD. You know, everything's in order. He wow. Prepares great. Right. Is the ultimate professional. Yes. But I think. When the cameras go off and the microphones get turned down... He's reckless. There's an internal animal there.
0: This is getting awkward. Uh, So, Vossi, hopefully, uh, still not picking
3: up at the moment. There we go. So, Sats. Now, I went on a little tour with Sats and Jared as part of it uh, to New Zealand at the back end of last 2022. And I've toured with Vossi, but only... Briefly, like we've gone away together, we've gone to games together. Where we're we're not really, you know, you're not letting the hair down. No, no, you're yeah. not. No, it's too long a day. The nights, yep. anyway. So, so I don't know what Vossy would be like. Jared's very, very quiet. Yes, yeah. It's not. he's not a. Uh, actually, I wouldn't term either Vossy or Jared Vegas guys. No inverted commas. No, not, not at all. Um, and I'm not going to pick. Who yeah, who you're I'd a bit run. too close to both. Yeah, I'm, I I'm, think. I'm, I'm so not picky. <laughs>
2: I'll, I'll get off the fence and I'll say Sats terrible call. Vossy every day of the week. Now, when in doubt, when in doubt, Vossy. Uh, when in doubt, Brendy, choose a rugby league man. That would be my advice. So when just you're for, for those, a night out, so for those quiet moments, you can just throw up a, a league chat yeah. topic. And you do, you know, Vossy's been in and around the game. He knows again the light and shade of rugby league. He knows what Fletch and and Hindy and Maddie are up to while they're over there. So Vossy, look, would would he be the loosest bloke on a night out? No, but I, I Jared what, Waitley on a night out. Get,
3: get some <laughs> spicy, get some spicy margaritas into both of them. You never know what could happen.
2: Um, Let us know who would you rather have a night out with, Vossy or Waitley. Give us a call and tell us why. One three hundred. 01 11, 70. head to head the great commentators
3: they are both great commentators so, and I listened to Jared I jumped in the car yesterday after we finished James the cricket started immediately yep. uh, so I listened to the commentary for 45 minutes driving home yesterday it was fantastic uh, and then I sat down and then I watched the cricket for mm. most of the day uh, apart from being a man down the general you know unavailable to do anything. Yes. I'm I had to run more errands than, I, than <laughs> I was hoping yesterday. Yeah. Uh but basically uh turned the air conditioner on and sat inside and watched the cricket and watched Australia get themselves out of trouble they are in all sorts of trouble. They lost yeah. they they got a good start. They were none for 60 odd. Then Steve, then Steve Smith went uh and and all of a sudden they went from none from 60 to 4 for 80 odd mm. So they lost three, four quick wickets. Uh they were Kawaja was out there for an eternity without getting runs. It was a tricky green wicket. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they did the right thing, the Kiwis. But then Mitch Marsh got it about 40-odd. Cameron Green under enormous pressure. Now, we spoke to Jared about Cameron Green. Remember, we we raised Steve Smith, and he said, I think the bigger question is is around Cam Green. Mm. Now, Cam Cam Green got his second test century and a century that Australia desperately needed. So um, they are, at the moment... Nine down, and he was losing players around him. He was lose, he, he was running out of batsmen, and he had to – so he went the slog at the back end of the day. Like he, he hit 4-4-4 four, four, four to get it. his century. Uh, nine for 279. That's a, that's a pretty good score after they, they were 4 for 80-odd. Yeah, it would be
2: interesting to see our bowlers on that wicket as well. Uh, Cam Green, awesome, obviously a standout. A couple of batsmen who have had very, very lean patches – uh, firstly, Travis Head, he had that run of darks, and now he's got one again. 2023 was the year of Travis Head. Mm-hmm. Won us the World Cup, won us the Test Championship, great in the Ashes, great in India. Yep. He is having a really, really lean patch. He's probably bought himself plenty of leeway based off the, the 2023 that he had. But the other one who hasn't bought himself that leeway, specifically last year, Marnus Labuschagne.
3: Oh, he's in all sorts. All sorts. Yeah. He and looked- he
2: looks like he's in a mental pretzel. He's, yes, you can tell he's overthinking it, and he is one of those guys, very meticulous, very OCD, even a little bit spectrumy. The way he and Steve Smith sped up, set up for, for uh, you know, batting and in between balls. Um, mm. what, what what do you do with with Manus? How long do, how long do you give him? Because only say three years ago he was the number one bat, batsman in the
3: world. Mm. So he's got, like you said, Travis Head. Great 2023. He's, mm. he's, he's given himself a fair bit of time. Yeah. So, so is Oh, I Manus, Manus gave himself last year, but last year it was pretty bad. So this if, year if again. It, if it tails off into, if it drags on. Two into, years, three so, years. But they play these two test series, and then there's not much happening, I, I don't think, in terms of test cricket, mm. uh, betw- uh, between now and the end of the year when they, they take on India for the five test series back out here. So... I'm not sure if there's a whole lot of test cricket in between now. the second test against the Kiwis and our summer of cricket. Mm. Like, I know there's, there's 2020 World Cup. Uh, there's one-day internationals against England. But I, I, I don't know if there's much test, test cricket. So Manas yeah. might... Just hit, by default, hang well, on. Well, it might get until India, and yeah. then he might be under some pressure yeah. at the back end of the year.
2: Thoughts and prayers with Marnus. Please come back. We need you. Uh, hey, yesterday, 29th of February, we spoke about uh, unique things that happen on the 29th of February. Something that we didn't know y- until yesterday. Yeah, so m- my girlfriend yesterday, my better half, uh, calls me up middle of the day. And she, you know, how, how your day been? She, she often calls me yeah. right? and right? for no real reason. Yeah, yeah. yep. Just to chat. Anyway, she said, uh, do you want to go down to the beach a bit later um, tonight? Just the two of us. And I was like, what? Not, not what really. Dark, in the dark. Potentially. I was like, right. not really. And she, I was like, what time? Like, when are you going to be home? She's a lawyer, gets home late. Yep. She said, oh, well, I'm going to go across to, to the gym at Marrickville after work. So probably won't be home till later. your gym? My gym, yep. yep. Probably won't be home till later. But I thought the two of us could go down to the beach. I was like, nah, no, I don't really want to. Like, that's a bit annoying. She's like, oh, I, I thought it, you know, we we should. We really should. I was like, what? Does no. Does that sus? Little it bit sus. Right, but, but not, I'm also I've been up since four thirty, so I'm not Yeah. I'm not once I get off air, I've used up my word count for the day and I've used up my brain bandwidth for the day. <laughs> I'm <laughs> you, done. You, I'm, a you're a fried. Yeah, you're fried. I'm a bit of a zombie. Yeah, I'm mm. a bit of a zombie. So I'm not really taking what she's saying and I was like, look, to be honest no, I don't really want to. You can go down on your own if you want. And she started laughing. I was like, what's going on? She's like, I was trying to stitch you up and infer that I was going to propose to you today. She was listening. She was listening. I was like, just so you know, if you propose to me, I'm saying no. <laughs> do not do that to me. <laughs> but then on another radio station That's down good. in I'd Melbourne. I like, like your
3: girlfriend. She's yeah. Yeah, she's
2: a thinker. Another station down in Melbourne. I don't know what it's called. It's the one that Brendan Favola's on. They had a woman ring in. Uh, on air and mm. proposed to her boyfriend for the 29th of February. There we
3: go. And guess what? He said no. Oh, no. On air. Wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. Why, why, why couldn't we get Ouija or Danny or someone ringing and, yeah. and, and have a Propose, propose, propose at, to your yeah. partner. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. So that's, uh, that's, that's what happens on the 29th of February. We only just found out yesterday. That is the day, once every four years, where women propose – to men, yeah. So if you're a, a lady out there that proposed to your yes worst half, or can we grandstand on Brennan Favola and his radio show? Do we have any SCN listeners? Yeah, let us know if you. One 1170 Now today, massive lineup. Don't miss our Vegas half hour. We're going to do that, Brendan. I'm thinking uh, let's go between seven and seven thirty. We'll get Vossi. We'll get Gordon Talis, the head of security. Uh, and then later in the show, we'll go MC Michael Kariannis to talk NRL news, Simon Orchard to talk anything, dogs. Dogs and anything else. Anything else. Yep. Plus, Fridays, you're not usually with us, brenny, but we do the Missiles mailbag. Looking forward to that. I go a little bit left of field. I go away from NRL and, I, you know, take a peek behind the curtains of what goes on in my world. It's a bit different. Okay. I uh, can't wait. <laughs> we're here for Brighton's layers. Unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Brighton's Lawyers. Ring up and give us a call. 1-300-01-1170. Want to talk to you. Get in the running for the Club Med Caller of the Year. You could win a trip to Bali worth $10,000. We'll also announce the Caller of the Week at the end of today's show. You're here on the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Now, teams playing this weekend, Brandy. I wanted to ask you something quickly. Now, I saw during the week... Luke Curie has re-signed with the Roosters for another year. So 2025, yep. Curie locked in at the Roosters. Now, this combination of Sam Walker and Luke Curie, for the life of me, I can't get my head around it. It just doesn't seem to work. The Roosters on paper, stuck team, but just not getting the results in the field the last couple of seasons. And I think the Curie walker combination partly to blame for that, but also just the spine combination. Brendan Smith... James Tedesco, Luke Kirie and Sam Walker It doesn't seem to work even throw Victor Radley in that as mm. a 13. Does this mean now that Kiry's re-signed for another year that if it doesn't work again this season
3: that it's Sam Walker that's on the chopping block? Uh I I well no I think cuz next year we'll take Luke Kirie out. This I'm I'm sure the that next that's year, his last 25 will will be his last year. So there was there was you know debate over whether he'd go another year but uh, and he's he's had such a rough time with the head knocks. that like has, There's no. You've got to bring that into the conversation when you're talking about Luke Keary. Yep. because back in 18 and 19, yeah, I loved Luke Keary as a player. Mm. Like you know, and he had a crack at Origin, didn't quite work out, but that doesn't take anything away from what what sort of player he is at club level. He's been yep. a brilliant player. Yeah. But there's no doubt that. But I've seen a little bit of confidence in him over the last 12 months, or, or even two seasons, uh-huh. where he sort of had a period there where 2021, 20, 22, struggling, big time, struggling, and and off the field with concussions. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought, you know, he was playing some good footy at the back end of last year, as were a number of those players. Just Brandon Smith was Brandon Smith was flat as a tack starting last year. He was disappointing. Like, he was really disappointing, mm. but came good at the back end of last year. They, they Remember last year, they finished with six, winning six they of seven. with a flurry, at, yeah. At round, t- at round 21, they were running 14th. Mm. So they finished with a flurry, and they looked more like the Roosters that y- you were expecting for the whole season. Yes. Victor Radley played well, but it is still a question mark, the halves combination. Mm. Sam Walker was a massive thing for them last year. They dropped him. Dropped him. They dropped him. He hurt his injured. knee. He... Yep. he Missed a lot of the year. Uh, and then he came back at the back end of the year too. I I don't know if they're going to fire this year, James. I, I don't know if they're the answer. I don't know how well they're going to play. If Luke Keary plays well, uh, that will cover up a lot of um, you know, what happens if he doesn't. God, if he doesn't play well mm. and they're relying on Sam Walker, uh, the Roosters could
2: be in a bit of trouble. They seem to chop and change between... It's Kiri's team. It's Walker's team. It's Kiri's team. It's Walker's team. And then you chime in with Tedesco wants to have his forty odd touches a game. Well, and that can, Brandon and that Smith can, wants to scoop from dummy half. Well, that's Victor right. Radley wants
3: to be first receiver. That can confuse the issue as well. You know, Teddy Teddy's out there, and where's the responsibility of captain uh, heavy and thinks you know if things aren't working that he needs to try and do something for the team. Sometimes that doesn't work either, and then they they look so they look like a rabble. Yeah, like it, it, it looks messy. Uh, they've got the team to go well, and I think they'll have a good season. I've pick I've picked them to run top four. Mm. I think they can turn it around. Yeah, and I think they've got the players around those players that we just mentioned, the spine, to to get the best out and sort of help the spine. I think Tedesco, after last year, being criticised um, for the first time in his career, really. Yeah, like about what he was doing. Like he, he's had five or six years where he has been close to the best player in the game. Uh, I think it will bounce back from that. We hope it does work, but Roosters fans, and there's a lot
2: of you here on SEN, every second person has Rooster in their name. If, if let's go hypothetical, it doesn't work. We get to round 10. The 5-8 halfback combination does not work. Whose team is this? Luke Keery or Sam Walker? You've re-signed Luke Curie for another year. Does that mean that his job is safe? Or do you go youth? And do you put Sam Walker in and find him and new halves Partners? Let us know. 0457 736 736. Now, Brandy, each week we do this. An up-and-coming player. This is for Nilex. Elevate your summer garden maintenance with Nilex's watering products. Water like a Nile expert available at Bunnings Warehouse. Mm. I want to nominate someone this year. Okay. This is a Friday thing, isn't it? This is a Friday thing. So far. Uh, ben Trebojevic is going to start in the second row for Manly. Yep. Looked awesome in the trials and is in for a massive year from all reports. Ben Trebojevic. Now, he's a bit of a hybrid between the Trebojevic brothers. A little bit solider than Tom. A uh, little bit slower than Tom, probably. A uh, little bit less solid than a Jake.
3: <laughs> bit of a hybrid Trebojevic. I, th- I think your hybrid... Statement was good. You, you, <laughs> didn't, you didn't have to describe it. You, you, you're spot on. Uh, are you excited for Ben Trebojevic at back row for Manly this year? Uh, yes, yes. But I think he'll play most of his footy off the bench if he does. Do so you think if, Schuster will find Schuster his way comes back, back If Schuster comes back, I think Schuster's... Big if. Uh, Schuster will be back. be back. He'll be back. He's got he's got a calf complaint. But but that has been ongoing over well, the last couple calf, of years. Calf, toad, chicken pox. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't... He's had a... He's Zika. Had a, He's had a pretty tough run, but there's there's talent there. And I think uh, Manly, if they're going to go well, and I th- I've picked them in my eight, I th- I think they'll uh, they'll play finals footy. I think they need Schuster. They need him on the edge and they need him playing well. Okay. Uh, from the
2: trials I saw, the Luke Brooks-Ben Trebojevic combination. Mm-hmm. You like it? Chef's kiss. Okay. Looked awesome. Luke Brooks willing to dig deep into the line and put his body... Uh, put, put his body on the line, and Ben Trebojevic running some great lines. I just don't know if Schuster runs those same hard nosed lines where you have got to be willing to get whacked. No, he's he more of a ball player himself. Well, he's the ball player. Yeah, he's the
3: ball player. So if you go Brooks Schuster, Bro- does it get a little bit convoluted. Well, Brooks is not really your ball player. Brooks Brooks is runner. He's, he's a runner. runner. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a runner. he's, he's yep. not going to the line and mm. ge- generally not putting someone into space. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, well, that's what he has to – Schuster has to learn that if he's playing in the back row, every now and then you have to tuck the ball under your arm and run into space and yes. uh, and run. And take and, a hit. And take a hit. Yeah. You can't play pre-line, before mm. the line, as a back rower all the time. You've got to mix he it do up. do it, yeah. Well, he can do it. Beca- yeah. And he does it better than – he does it better than anyone. Like if, you know, and he, if he plays back row, well, there's not a ball playing back row like him in the game. No. He's brilliant. Yeah, but he needs to mix that game up mm. and and be a runner as well. I'm going to nominate someone, and I I haven't had a, the opportunity to do this. Water like a Nile expert, um, Nilex watering products. Uh, I'm going to go a man that will make his uh, debut as a 28 year old in that game. Jacob Gagai. Jacob Gagai. Yes, it's a great man. We've we've had over the last four or five years, we've had more over age players make their debut than I can remember. Um, like. Over yeah. twenty five, over right. 25s. five. Yeah. We've had a number of players.
2: It's which is awesome for those guys that have been plugging away in your New South Wales Cup or your Ron Massey, because not everyone matures at eighteen and goes straight from flag to NRL.
3: And some players go through periods of their life where they they don't know what they want to do. Mm. They don't like, and they struggle yep. with with everything. You know, they go through tough times as people. I watched uh, Jacob, Jacob in that uh, what's it the the State Cup final or whatever it's New called. South
2: Wales Cup the, the that's right. New the, South Wales versus Queensland. Mm-hmm. It looked like Dane Gagai 2.0. He, <laughs> he moved the same, he bumped the same. Aggressive
3: yes. like Dane. Yeah. So anyway, so a big, big uh it's a big game to make you to boo, isn't oh, it? Oh huge. Vegas. The You're first Va- ever game in Vegas. Yeah.
2: You, you know, make the, your debut. The boo. pitch the pitch they're using, the grass, has only been used for one other game ever. The Super Bowl. Oh, really? brand new grass, so they can take that whole stadium of grass out under the stadium, mm. care for wheel it, it in. use the Because it doesn't lines. get any sunshine. No, no yeah. So they wheel it in. And then wheel it back in. It's only been used once ever before, so that is the same hallowed turf that Patrick Mahomes led the Kansas City Chiefs to a Super Bowl victory on! Ah! Shout out. Andrew Voss, uh, are you there? Over in Vegas.
1: Uh, James, I am. Uh, good morning, boys. We
2: were Except watching you last night.
1: This morning, uh, I think uh, Lieutenant Dan has got that intercom switch down and he's, he's killed my return volume, so.
3: Uh, you can't hear it. us. <laughs> it that, I will
1: tell you, I'm standing in front of... <laughs> An unbelievable complex. I'm in front of New York, New York. Hey, brother, how you going? I just met the goat here. Thanks, bro. I'm just on air to Australia. Good on you, mate. Uh, One of those street performers, uh, James. (laughs) No, but I'm standing in front of New York, New York. So they have the Statue of Liberty. They have the Empire State Building, an Irish pub out the front, a giant Hershey's chocolate store. Um, This is at the um, southern end of the strip, heading towards Allegiant Stadium, uh, where... Things are really ramping up. The Fox League crew over there today, I think you've, a lot of our listeners will have seen the uh, images of the turf. That will be sort of a retractable layer. That, oh, another couple of straight, street performers, showgirls. Hi, girls. How you going? Joe Magnuson. Yeah, he's here. Um, they're going to slide the grass <laughs> into Allegiant Stadium. So from outside, from next door, it is absolutely extraordinary.
3: Uh, Vossi, how close is Allegiant Stadium to the, the strip? Like...
1: Uh, Well, a road runs parallel to the Strip that takes you all the way up that end. You couldn't walk it. I mean, I've been walking the Strip this Mm. morning. I've been walking for an hour from Resorts World. Mm. I would be three-quarters of the way up the Strip, so that's how long it is. Uh, But but really easy to get to all the same. Uh, You know, just hop in a cab and and you'll get there. The Roosters are having an open day training, I think, 3.30 Vegas time tomorrow. So, it'll be interesting. I'll, I'll head along to that, obviously. Now, I misled you about the training. I, I find this a bit odd, to be honest, but I know they are restricted with time. All four clubs will get a look at the ground, but only the two home teams, I believe, will actually get a chance to have a very brief run around with a footy, you know, have a bit of bit of a captain's run. Right. Now, that, Who that is, that? Which two? Right. So is that? So, is that Manly and the teams, Roosters? No one's a home team here. Please. Come no.
3: on. No, of course. So... So, who who does qualify for the home teams? Is it Manly and, and the Roosters?
1: That's right. Manly and the Roosters are the home teams. Uh, and I spoke to Pat Carrigan last night, mm. and he was of the impression they will just get a walk around the ground mm. uh, tomorrow and nothing more.
3: Right. Well, that's – yeah, th- surely there's, n- there's no home team in Las Vegas. No. Like, no. it just needs to be – But that's that...
1: one of the very few criticisms I've got of what's been set up. They've got a huge fan day today down in old Vegas. Um, mm. Apparently, it'll be pumping – We had live audiences for the Fox League shows that screened in Australia last night. That was fantastic. And I will come away from my first three days convinced, and I would do it as soon as next year, I would bring across a Super League game to add to the Rugby League Entertainment at Legion Stadium. I'd play a third match. I would play a triple header because the number of of English fans that are here, and and Brandy, you know from your kangaroo tours, they love to wear their colours. You know, today I've passed... Fans from Castleford, from St Helens, from Warrington, they're walking the strip. I think we would add another, you know, potentially another 10 to 20,000 fans coming across from the UK to experience this rugby league event. I would add it next year. I'd have Super League and the NRL, a joint force of rugby league. And then, of course, you appeal to another lot of expats. I just think that would be a way to go.
2: That's uh, a good idea, Vossi. A good plan. Hey, Vossi, have you had a chance to get to the sphere yet and see you too, or are you still up in the air as to whether you do that? Oh, He's running out
3: of time. Oh, yeah. Come on.
1: It's a it's a very sad story. So I logged on this morning just to see. Now, those $700 tickets I saw a number of weeks ago are now set. You can put a one in front of that. They're $1,700. Oh. That's, that's, that's about the cheapest ticket you can get for Friday night. Um, so I, I'm not liking the chances unless today... I go to a casino and I have a bit of luck. So I'll have a bit of a dabble, a bit of a slap today and maybe a bit of blackjack and see if I can win Mm. a U2 ticket. I'm doing it for the team, of course. It's research purposes. Doing it for SEN. Um, But I think that's my best hope. I don't know whether I can cough up 1700 to see old Bono and Edge.
3: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, What about the – you sent me a picture of – the spicy, the Margaritaville, the, uh, mm. did, you, well fat, yeah. did you drop into there and catch and pick up any uh, a spicy marg for um, half price or happy hour?
1: So yes. So yesterday, well, happy hour is 24 hours a day, Brady. <laughs> That's the first news I'll pass on to you about Margarita World or Ville. I saw it from across the road yesterday. Today, I went up close and personal to it mm. uh, out the front. Uh, four blokes without shirts on, <laughs> built like Payne Haas. And then, uh, and then, and then I, I, I may have observed a couple of ladies not wearing uh, anything above their waist, mm. bar a couple of hearts, okay. two hearts on their upper body. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, I know yeah. what you're uh, saying. That yep. Brandy, that's your place, Brandy. That's <laughs> not mine. <laughs> Bossy,
2: Brandy and I have been talking about the light and shade of Vegas, uh, and there was no more pertinent example than last night. Paul Kent is delivering some hard-hitting opinions on the rugby league in America. And behind him is a car that pulls up with a massive billboard, giving out a phone number for LJ hookers delivered straight to your door. (laughs) Have you seen this footage?
1: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I have. uh, (laughs) I must say, you didn't tell me, James, there's another trap over here. And this is one for uh, any potential tourists that are coming over the expression LJ hookers as you've just put James, they hang around the lifts. Yeah, they're so, everywhere.
2: Know,
1: you, you, in those hotels, like you get into a lift and you need your card to get up to a floor. You you see them hop into the lift like at the last second. Do they just hop in and they ride the lifts up and down. Like, you know, just they'll end up on whatever floor um, and, and just talk to people in the lift and, and then they'll come back down and if they didn't work, they'll wait for someone else, they'll back into another lift. What's going on there, James? Again, that's, that's not my go. Mm. Not my go.
3: Vossi, we've, we've had plenty of, uh, plenty of text messages about pies. Uh, yeah. Is, yeah. is, is there, yeah. can you get a meat pie? Can you get any sort of pie in <sighs> Vegas? And have you tried one?
1: Well, I've got to be honest. Um, since I got here, I really have only had the one big meal. But boy, did I make it worth it. I did go to the Bellagio Buffet yesterday. Mm. After you spoke um, to us, right. After And you know, I was there, it was breakfast, lunch and dinner, and I had all three uh, in the one sitting. So I paid 60, about 68 US, so you work it out, what, 100? 100, 100 bucks, 20, yeah. 20, 110 Australian. Oh, gee, it would want to um, be a good feed. And food. I, oh, it was an outstanding feed. Right. No, honestly, it was so good, it was well worth it, the Bellagio Buffet, and to get there, you've got to walk right down the middle of the casino, so you feel like Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven, you know, when they're, <laughs> when they're doing the job. It's, um, it's a great place for Bellagio, I must say. I mean, I've walked into a few of them today, Venetian and some of the older ones, um, and obviously Caesar's Palace is just beyond big. It's, it's massive. But Bellagio is incredibly impressive. You know, just to walk around is something. I can only imagine what it's like to stay there.
2: A couple of texts coming through, Vossi. Uh, Rob reckons you should start charging $20 a selfie. A uh, bit of a street performer act. What do you reckon?
1: Yeah, yeah I- I've had a few taken today. I must admit, you know, you are walking down, and you know, all these dudes coming up to you. Then you get a Marcy <laughs> you, know, you, I've, I've been, you know, manly fans. I been a Titans fan. Uh, unbelievable. I said to this bloke wearing a Titans jersey, "Get out of here." I said, "You have to, g- yeah, you ha- exactly, Brandy. You have to go up to the to the Vegas sign, the Welcome to Vegas, because I believe." You, sir, are a pioneer of the Gold Coast Titans. I guarantee you are the only <laughs> Titan fan with a jersey mm-hmm. in Vegas. Yeah, Take mm-hmm. a photo because in 200 years' time, that will be, you know, a, one for the archives. Uh, another thing, Resorts World. So all the players are now in the one uh, hotel. Now, on the face of it, people might be thinking, oh, that's a bit dangerous. Resorts World is so big. It, it mm. really it is a city within a city Three and a half thousand rooms. I, I ran out of fingers and toes to count the swimming pools, mm. the shopping centers, the casinos, plural, in, in, the, in the one complex. It is it is absolutely massive. So I really have only seen, you know, um, manly players and a sprinkling of the Souths boys. I actually saw the former Souths great Greg Inglis out the street today, Sam Thierday, former Bronco, walking around. But the, the place is so damn big, you could probably go a few days without you know, without crossing paths, even though they're in the same accommodation complex.
3: Yeah, so on our last night, and we've, we, uh, we've commented this morning that the set looked great um, yeah. for the, for the uh, 360 and for the show that uh, you did, Vossi. Uh, what's on tonight? What's on this afternoon tonight? Any any filming?
1: Uh, yeah, well, we've actually... We, we can call it That's a Wrap, so we'll just have the opener and closer to do tonight on the fans. So on Fox League Australian time tonight, you'll get NRL 360 live from the strip, and then Lara Pitt and myself have been pretty much, you know, gotten non-stop since we landed, and we've gone everywhere, all over Vegas, so we'll try and, and we speak to Americans in the street, and you know, David New's coming on the program, um, and, and lots of American rugby league history as well, so it's a good fun show, uh, we're going to start at Resorts World, and we're going to finish at Allegiant Stadium uh, with the show tonight, and that'll have you all in the mood, um, and then Matty Johns Live is coming up you know, the, the night before the game and then live from the ground. Boy, Matty's having a good time. He, uh, oh, yeah. The research, the research Fletch and, and Matty are putting into their broadcast is <laughs> something to go <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I can
2: Bossy, you cop some friendly yeah, fire sure. here on and I want to play you some audio from Sats and Rat.
4: I, I wonder should... if he's going to catch up with Fletch, Hindy, Matty Johns, Gordy, whether they'll take him to that dive bar that they went to in their little documentary, The Sin City. Well, I we'd... couldn't see Vossi in one of those places.
0: No. I don't think he would be. So we just had Jared Waitley over there for Super Bowl. Yeah. Who'd be more fun on a night out? Vossi or Jared Waitley? I, I think Waitley. I think Waitley's like a
4: he's got, he's got a hidden agenda.
0: I think he's one of those guys. Careful that, what you say. Here, on mate. the surface, yeah. He is Meek, the ultimate professional. Mild professional.
4: OCD, you know, everything's in order. He wow. prepares great. Right. He's the ultimate professional. Yes. But I think when the cameras go off and the microphones get turned down... He's reckless.
0: There's an internal animal there. This is getting awkward. Uh, so, Vossi, hopefully, uh, still not picking up at the moment.
1: <laughs> wow. Uh, then, uh, well, what about well, that? Look, well, I'm prepared to say there is probably some truth in that. We know about Jared and his relationship with the nude cinemas down in Hawthorne. Yes. I would think he may have a little bit of the dentist from the hangover in him. You know? <laughs> <what I> <laughs> You know, well, in future trips to Vegas, he may come back with a tattoo over the eye and a tooth missing.
2: Wow. Well, yeah. well, just for reference, Vossie, uh, I backed you up. I said, no chance. I'm going out with Jared. I'm I'm the Voss man all the way.
3: Yeah. Well, I really appreciate that, yeah,
2: James. You've got but a lot of I support in here.
1: But do I want to go out with you, James?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if you're ready for that. Hey, Chuck from, Chuck from Calderwood has uh, Calderwood texted her. He said, uh, Wade, Graham had a bit of a crack at you on the buy round. Uh, overtaking a pick of a sleeping James Graham. He reckons what happens in Vegas yeah. stays in Vegas.
1: No, it wasn't Vegas. It was on the flight to Vegas. Mm. So, you know, no, I feel like I haven't breached any uh, any rules there. And, and I was just amazed. I mean, I was in, in, in awe of the guy that here we were about to land. Like they're saying, you know, get your seatbelts on. James is still comatosed, asleep with a patch over the eye. I had to whisper sweet nothings in his ear. Um, which is Billy Slater style. I just say, you know, you know what's 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 doing, James? We're about <laughs> to land. Wake up. It was incredible. Incredible.
2: Vossi, uh, we've got to let you go, but you're going to be back to host the show from Vegas Monday morning following the doubleheader. That's going to be huge.
1: Well, well Brandy, I've just picked up to a store called T-Mobile. <clears> Our <throat> <A> lady has throat> helped throat> me out for about 25 minutes. James, I'm saying there is a betting market on that. <laughs> <laughs> the favourite right. way is getting to air, but people, but 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 firming in light of the equipment I just picked up is the is going to struggle to get to air. But I'll do my best, boys. I'll okay, best.
3: Let, let's not do anything silly. But uh, you enjoy the next couple of days before the game, and we'll talk. We'll we'll talk Monday yes. and see how you go. We'll either do the show for three hours together, or uh, James Solo. will be on on uh, standby, ready <laughs> ready to come in. Yeah. Good stuff. We'll get
1: to wear some way, Enjoy somewhere it. from some place, maybe from a park bench. Good See on you,
3: yourself. Andrew. The official handler and the security guard for Fiji Airways, official handler of the NRL trophy, uh, is the the security guard uh, for Fiji Airways. Uh, and he's on the line, I think. I think we've tracked him down. <laughs> we've wrangled we ourselves at Gordon Tallis. <laughs> there's, there's been many, there's, <laughs> there's reports of many people uh, missing in Vegas, but Gordy isn't one of them. And we've got him on the line. Yes. Gordon?
5: No. <laughs> G'day, guys. How are we going?
3: Good, uh, We're going good. Probably not as good as you, but um, and you can tell us just how good you're going at the moment.
5: Uh, well, it's just lunchtime, actually. It's 12.30 um, over here, so I'm just uh, I've actually walked the strip, and I'm just going to have a... Quick bite to eat uh and then obviously fox tonight, so it's uh um there is a fair bit of pleasure, and we're in the you know entertainment capital um, <laughs> but there's still work to be done
3: there is work to be done, so you're on set last night Gordy three sixty and we're yeah. saying the set the set looked fantastic uh with the uh you know with with fagus in the background, you finished it about midnight or, or maybe. What what time did you finish last night? And what did, did you go straight to bed last night? Or what 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 did you blokes <laughs> do at that time?
5: Uh, Brandy, uh no I didn't. Uh we were on we got off about nine thirty last night, so okay. and then we had a meet and greet with uh Peter Vellani's and Patrick Delaney and all the Fox and nine guys. We all got together and had a couple of beers. But yes it was probably a midnight finish. Um I got up today and I've been doing all these media calls. But um it's actually a great vibe, Brandy I, I I played golf and even the guys that were playing golf and one was from San Diego go, oh, there's rugby on in Vegas this weekend. So uh, we're over here before Christmas. We didn't hear too much. We're filming. People are saying, well, what do you guys do? But there is a vibe around the place now, which is is pretty good. And they're expecting maybe 15 to 20,000 Americans to turn up to see our game for the first time.
2: Scotty missile here. Did you see the footage last night? So Kenty was doing his normal serious heavy hitter thing, and then behind him, a big billboard pulled up, being uh, dragged by a car, saying <laughs> yeah, "Escorts yeah. delivered yeah. to you." <laughs>
5: yeah, I know, I know, because like that meme comes through. Because when Patrick, but <laughs> when uh, Patrick Kerrigan sat there too, just right behind him. And it's got poor, so that's going around. You know, it probably suits Kenty. <laughs> uh, uh, Gordy, Actually, it probably suits Buzz a little bit more. <laughs> I, love, uh, I love it that you can say that and get away
3: with it. Um, uh, did I just say that? Yes, yeah, you did. Uh, now, so, so we just spoke to Vossi, Gordy, and, and Manly and Sao- uh, the Roosters, because they're the home teams, apparently get a little bit of a captain's run on the ground, but the other boys don't. Did When you spoke yeah. to Pat Carrigan, um, did he mention that?
5: No. Well, do you know what? <clears throat> Obviously, Manly got over here first and I've um, bumped into the Roosters. They're staying in the same hotel. like I all staying in the same hotel. The Broncos have, have only just arrived. So then they arrived about an hour ago um, in the Vegas. So uh, I don't know that. Um, uh, right. We walked on the field, Brandy, about a month ago and it was quite chopped up. It's 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 probably had a fair bit of footy. So... Um, I don't blame them. You know, and if you're the home team and you get a bit of home ground advantage, um, I think that's only fair enough. Mm.
2: Mm. Gordy, I've been getting the worst FOMO watching everyone on social media over there. I saw last (laughs) night, uh, I think it was (laughs) Hindy and Willie Mason and Beaver Menzies had all linked up. Who have been your sparring partners so far for the nights out in Vegas?
5: Well... James, I actually brought my wife, so Uh. I'm a little bit smarter myself, and Matty John's brought our wives. I think Fletcher's brought his wife. So Nathan Highmarsh and the guys that are over here that are probably just lonely and missing their dogs and their wives, they've sort of caught up and sit there and... Family stories, I think.
2: Yeah, be so, okay, quite so nice with Willie, Willie and Rindy right. and Fever.
5: Because
3: so, Gordy, you, like you blokes have, had, you had ten days there pre-Christmas. So yeah, Maddie you, yeah. Maddie
5: Johns is still a burnt. broken
3: man from that.
5: <laughs> yeah, he's still yeah. hurting. Yeah, I, I, I think Maddie was broken. He did go missing for two days when we were over here before. <laughs> but he's, and then that's why I think Trish did jump on the flight. But yeah. it, it's, look, um, it's fantastic, and you know we can some people are going to knock we're over here, but like I'm standing here now and Elvis played on the strip and, mm. you know, we watched Manchester United come out to Australia, uh, the LA Dodgers, San Diego, uh, the gridirons come out to Australia. I think why not bring our product over here and, you know, see whether we can just get a couple of little baby steps going. And who knows in 20 years, if there's a game over here every year for 20 years, well, maybe we can, you know, just get a little bit of a tiny footprint in a bigger market. But mm. um, I think that they'll love the game. I, Luck, and I watched the Super Bowl, and um, I do think our product um, is as good as that. So hopefully that the Americans think the same.
3: Uh, is there any talk about any of those Super Bowl players, you know, making their way to Vegas for the game, like the Kelsey brothers, Mahomes? I, I, I think someone yeah, said that.
5: Yeah, yep. yeah, well, Big uh, big Jordan, the, uh, yep. the old South guy that plays for Philadelphia Eagles. Jordan so, Mylada. There's talk that he's bringing Jason Kelsey, and if he comes, well, Tracy, uh, sorry, Travis Swift. He's changed his name over here. He's Travis. <laughs> uh, we'll probably go with him to watch it. And Hugh Jackman's here, and he's bringing a heap of his actor, mates. So we don't know, but I think a lot of the Philadelphia Eagle blokes are going to come out and uh, jump be in good. a box.
3: But, That'd be good.
5: You know? I don't know. Actually, Brandy, mate, you'd like this. I, I, um, I played golf, and in front of me was Jerry Rice.
3: Oh, Really? The great, the like, great you know, wide receiver like, yeah. so, like, for the so 49ers.
5: I don't know whether the, I don't know whether Villani's is walking around giving them a ticket and say, <laughs> "Hey, mate, you want to come on and watch our game?" But That's I think fantastic. that they can come on and we can, you know, we can sort of get some traction.
3: Yeah, you, you mentioned about the positive vibe, but no, I, Gordy, I honestly, and you know, we've been on radio all week. I don't think there's too many people yeah. that are that are that are negative about it. No. I, I think like, why not give it a crack? Like, get over there, have a have a go. Yeah. Like, it's it's. I'd, and uh, you know we Randy, speak to a you lot play of people. Here in 87? Uh, no, I didn't. No, no, I, no. I, I didn't. I didn't yeah. make. I, I wasn't playing Origin yeah. in eighty seven.
5: No, but 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 you know what? Like I've thought about, and you played at Wembley. Like you played all those famous grounds, and we. And you played in every big moment. But mm. I'm a bit jealous. I mean, I'm a bit envious that these guys are going to run out here at at a great stadium, you know, at the home of entertainment.
3: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's a, it's a moment. There's no doubt. Yeah. It's a, it's a massive moment. Gordy, have you seen the field, um, how it's been, how it will be presented on Sunday in the game and there's, there, there's a naturally a lot yeah. of talk about it being narrower. Have you, have you cited
5: it yet? Yes. That, how it will look? I think it's, yeah, um, it's, it, it, It sort of looks normal, but it's six, I think it's six metres. It's six. And then I think the kick and what, three metre in goals or something like that. So, so yes, Brandy, but when we play in England, Mm. it's always been the same when you play at those soccer fields. We've always played at smaller grounds. Like anybody that's played for Australia and Penrith would have realised, like you go over there, you don't know the measurements of the ground. So, you know, you're playing on a different wicket and then, but it's going to be the same for both sides. I think the kickers will probably notice it. But yeah. like when I played in England and some of those smaller grounds, when you go, I didn't really, I didn't really feel that I was, you know, outnumbered and there were smaller spaces. I just yeah. went out there and tried to do my job. So um, I don't think the players are worrying about it too much. There's not much talk over here. Um, with the players about it.
3: Okay, that's
2: good. Hey, Gordy, you're there for Fiji Airways yeah. and you've been tasked with the official uh, job of handling the Proven Summons Trophy. Yeah. How's that going?
5: <laughs> He's lost Well, it was it. fantastic. So we flew over, <laughs> we had a more stop in Fiji and yeah, we've had so many wonderful Fijian players play the game, but to take the trophy there and watch the kids touch it, and I played with two amazing Fijians, Petro Sivna and Lottie Dechiri and what they gave our game. So to go and... Some of these young kids, and I know the Melbourne Storm and the Knights went there and played as well, but, you know, had a stop on the way and it was a great blight and the trophy did get here safe and sound. He might have had a couple of drinks with me on the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, He's probably not as jet-lagged as what I was, but he got here safe and sound.
3: Yeah, so you, you're looking after the trophy. I, I thought they they might have just taken me to look after you, but you,
5: you've taken <laughs> the wife. Brandy, <laughs> mate, I miss you because you know what? You can't take that boy out of Penrith. I know
2: that. <laughs> hey, Gordy, thanks for it's joining us. Uh, enjoy the weekend and the games, and thanks for thanks for catching up with us here on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. Pleasure, guys. On you, Gordy.